0: what's up everyone welcome to my instant reaction to day nine of training camp my instant reaction to a practice that ended five hours ago my instant reaction that was supposed to start 30 minutes ago sorry for the delay i had technical difficulties there were difficulties of a technical nature that's why i was a half an hour late i just wanted to say that so i'm on the record late to my own show again sorry about that it was a good day at practice though Brock Purdy didn't practice, which means the whole team kind of just walked through it. They didn't walk through it, but it was like a low-energy, low ed low practice. I was ready. I was pumped up. And so this was the first day that Trey Lance got to play with Christian McCaffrey. Sam Darnold got to play with Christian McCaffrey. Brandon Allen got to show out. A couple other youngsters asserted themselves. I'm going to give them credit. So let's talk about these quarterbacks since it was sort of like the day for the uh, backups to to show something, starting with Trey Lance. Trey Lance was six of nine with the starters and eight of 12 overall. It's pretty good, 66%. And I think what's funny about him, he had a very Brock Purdy day in the sense that he threw a nice touchdown pass from about 20 yards out, and he missed his deep throw, and he hit a bunch of short throws. Like, that's Brock. That's a Brock day right there. Except Brock would also, like, have a near pick. Lance didn't do that. Now, I don't know how people are talking about Lance's day, but from my perspective, it was a Brock Purdy day. And I'm not a big Brock Purdy guy. I think Lance could have been a lot better today. But the offense didn't get worse with, with Trey Lance at quarterback. I'm not certain that he's not the best quarterback on the team. I also don't think he's necessarily great. He misses too many easy throws. It's his third year in the league. And now, like, he has this shorter, uh, release kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo he's with Jimmy Garoppolo's coach and all of a sudden I, I don't think he's much of a deep ball thrower anymore like he had Debo Samuel wide open on a on a uh on a fade route today and just threw a low deep pass that over overshot him like that's what Jimmy does Jimmy Garoppolo has arm strength he sucks at throwing deep balls not because he doesn't have the arm strength he just throws low a low trajectory deep throw that usually overshoots the uh intended receiver and that's what lance did today i thought that was you know unfortunate but that being said i still think he might be the best i think i still think he is the best quarterback on the team right now maybe brock purdy was the best quarterback on the team last year but he's not 100 percent back lance seemed like he was just fine it seems like he can hit enough of the short throws although he's not as good at that as the other two quarterbacks he can hit enough of them and he's better in like the intermediate area near the sideline. But I'd like to see him like be a little more aggressive on the deep throws, because if he takes that part of his game away and they don't run the zone read anymore, then who is he? That's my thing with Trey Lance. They're not even like usually. They're not using his legs at all anymore. It's not part of the offense. No zone read. No nothing. I feel like that's like a little bit of an overcorrection. They went from running him like eight hundred times a game to zero. Can't you do like a happy medium? Because he's not like the other quarterbacks on the team. He is a dual threat quarterback. Kyle Shanahan called him that himself. And just because he broke his ankle doesn't mean he's no longer a dual threat quarterback. So I'd like to see what the Niners do with Trey Lance. But I think like if they're being honest with this quarterback competition. Brock is not head and shoulders ahead of what these guys did today. Lance in particular. Lance is definitely better than Sam Darnold. There's no question about it. I'm going to get into Sam Darnold in a minute. But like. Lance can make plays outside the pocket. He can throw on the run. He can hit throws outside the numbers. He can hit outbreaking throws. It's the one quarterback on the team who can hit outbreaking throws. And he can hit inbreaking throws too. So, good day. I mean, decent day for Lance. It would have been better if he'd hit that Debo throw. That was right there for him. And you know what? Brandon Allen would have hit it. Would Brock have hit it? I don't know. Would Sam have hit it? Probably not. That's the problem with this quarterback room. They all miss these deep throws for different reasons, but Brandon Allen over here, nailing him. So it was a good day for Trey Lance. We saw him with the starters, but it's not like you watch him and you think, oh man, this guy's turned a huge, like this guy's really turned a corner. He's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe, but there are still a lot of reps. Like The problem with Lance when he doesn't look good, he hesitates. I feel like Brock Purdy is just plays at a faster tempo than, and even Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is qu- it's so quick to get the ball out of his hands. He's so eager to throw that five yard pass. Can't freaking wait to throw that five yard pass, Sam Darnold. Same with Brock. Trey, I don't know what he's doing. Like he he gets the ball and there's like a more of a hesitation. He's stands still. I know he's big and he can sort of do that in the pocket, but I don't think he's as confident. I don't know in his reads or his arm or whatever. But when he struggles, it's like he waits an extra beat in the pocket. I don't know if he doesn't trust his arm to make the throw or he doesn't trust himself, trust the receiver to be open. I don't know. But that feels a little Alex Smithy, like needing, like waiting a little too long, afraid to make a mistake. That was Alex Smith, right? Number one pick, a lot of expectations. People crushed him for years. And all of a sudden, he kind of like went into a shell. I'm not going to make these mistakes. You can't really win a Super Bowl with a guy like that. Maybe you can. But don't be Alex Smith, Trey. You're, you're you're more than that. You should be more aggressive. And uh, really put some air under those deep balls for a change. You used to. Did you not get to that section with Jeff Christensen of the throwing section, like how to throw deep with the new throwing motion? Because you used to be a good deep thrower. Like you used to that, – that deep throw you had to Danny Gray in the preseason last year was beautiful. Now you're like more of like a short intermediate thrower, like Jimmy. <laughs> So, bring that back. Ezio Sanchez says, first show I'm watching in two weeks. Miss me, Grant. I have missed you, Ezio. Where you been? Why you doing me like that? Training camp gets underway and then you, you just dip? you are on vacation? Football's more important, okay? Let's talk Sam Darnold. So, I've watched Sam Darnold for a couple of weeks now. He does certain things well. If the... If the wide receiver is running any type of in breaking route, shallow cross, a slant, a dig, he's he's good. He gets the ball out quickly, good ball placement. He's good at that stuff. And that's like a big part of the Niners offense, right? The little dinks and dunks and the stuff over the middle. Donald's a great fit for that stuff. Anytime has anytime he has to do anything else, he's terrible. Which I mean, I guess he just fits right in, right? That's that was kind of Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He can hit the short stuff, the stuff over the middle. Anytime he had to do anything else, he's terrible. But you think, yeah, well, Sam Darnold's younger. You know, He hasn't torn his ACL. He's mobile. He can throw on the run. He's a big arm. None of that stuff translates to the field. He's a horrendous deep ball thrower. Horrendous. It's like he doesn't want to throw the ball in the first place. And when he does, he just hangs it up in the air. It's underthrown. He has no feel for that throw. Where to put it? No confidence. Like I'm talking like fade routes up the sideline. He's terrible at those. And then today he had Brandon Ayuk on a corner route. That's a throw that Trey Lance would nail. Drive the throw, you know what I mean? On a line to the sideline. That's not a deep lofted throw. Drive it. Lance can do it, does do it. Uh, Purdy can't, doesn't have that throw in his book. In his arsenal, Sam should the third pick in the draft. You have the arm strength for it. He just lofted it up in the air like it was a, a go route, and let Tashawn Gibson run all the way across the field and break it up. What was that? I don't know. So I, don't don't be fooled by the numbers with Sam Darnold. He's not good. He's exactly what he's always been, like a timid, conservative quarterback who still makes mistakes. Now he hasn't made those mistakes in in camp but it's camp like they, he can't get touched let's see what happens when the ghosts pop up and it's real football So part of me was thinking like I'd like to see what Sam Darnold could do with the starters I mean in this I mean he, he it's like he has the same limitations as Brock Purdy except Darnold's limitations are like they're not physical he should be able to do more than Brock Purdy they're like Mental. It's like I can't. I don't. I'm terrible at it. I don't know why, but you you'll see it when preseason starts. Anytime he he tries to like extend himself and push the ball down the field, it's bad. It's really bad. And I don't know. Like that must be a guy lacking confidence because you have the physical traits to do it. His his worst though today might have been when he was. I mean, because we know he's not a good downfield thrower despite the arm, but he was flush out of the pocket to his right. And he's supposed to be able to throw the ball on the run. Like he's supposed to have all these different arm angles and be like a poor man's who, you know, Mahomes. He's rolling to his right, his throwing arm side. And he sees Jawan Jennings, who's, you know, right by the sideline where Darnold is rolling completely uncovered past the first down marker. Darnold, to his credit, sees Jawan Jennings, targets Jawan Jennings, rears back and throws it. And totally misses him. No one was covering him. What was that? I don't know. I mean, I guess Trey Lance does stuff like that sometimes, but Darnold does it too. And at least Lance is still like attempting to throw long passes outside the numbers. Lance will do that. He'll hit a 20-yard throw outside the numbers. Darnold, Darnold's like, hey, man, I'm just going to do a Brock Purdy impression and see if any, no one notices. So I, I would say that Sam Darnold's the worst quarterback on the team. I don't trust him. I don't think he's particularly good. This whole fantasy that he would come to this team and become a good player and that it wasn't his fault. It was everyone else's fault. No, it was his fault. He's not good. He's no confidence. He has less confidence than Trey Lance. Trey Lance, to his credit. I mean, the Niners are over here calling Sam Darnold the next Steve Young, and he's like, I'm not the next Steve Young. Let me tell you, I might be the next Brock Purdy, maybe. Maybe. But I'm definitely not the next Steve Young. Trey Lance has gotten no support in years. And he's still trying to like, you know, make some throws down the field, although not the deep ones. So at least today was informative. Both quarterbacks got to play with the first string offense and Lance was better. Lance is improving and Darnold isn't. I think that's the main point. Lance is improving. He has a lot of improvement left to do, but Darnold is not improving just magically playing with better players isn't making him better like he feels very confident throwing slants and digs to Ayuk and, and Debo and and Kittle so does every quarterback in the world so does Brandon Allen so i think that's another thing that's informative about today Lance and Darnold both did about as well as Brock has been doing with the first string offense so is that good enough Should people make a big deal about this, completing 65 70% of your throws in practice with these playmakers? Is it a big deal? Because I feel like when Brock does it, it's a huge deal. But when Trey does it, it's not. And when Darnold does it, no one cares, which is fair. Let's talk about Brandon Allen. Because I feel like Brandon Allen put the rest of the uh, quarterbacks to shame today. So... You got Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback, he's sort of setting the tone with his dinks and his dunks and his very modest uh, skill set, and that's sort of like what the team wants, right? So all these quarterbacks are trying to mimic that. Now you got Trey working on his short throws and Sam Darnold dinking and dunking to save his life, and you got all these quarterbacks like seeing who can be more, the most boring on the field, who can check down the most. That's the competition they're having in Santa Clara. Three young quarterbacks terrified to make a mistake, seeing who can make the fewest mistakes and throw the shortest passes. It's really a lot of fun. Then you got Brandon freaking Allen, who knows he's not going to make this team. 30 years old. You know, he probably knows exactly who the hell he is, as opposed to these other young guys who still think they could be great or whatever. Allen knows he's not going to be great. He knows he's a backup quarterback. He knows he's 30. He knows he's probably going to get cut. And you know what? He doesn't care. He goes out and throws down the field. And he's freaking good at it. Like The first one he had, he missed. He had Danny Gray open on a post. Ball just came out a little late. Danny Gray's really fast, and Brandon Allen doesn't have the strongest arm in the world. So he like took a five, seven-step drop, hitch, 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 loaded up, and the ball just came out late. Okay. Did he shy away from the deep balls after that? No! A few plays later, he has Willie Sneed running a deep fade up the left sideline. Fade up the left sideline. This is the exact play that... Uh, Brock Purdy threw the near pick on yesterday to Todd Noah Fungo, Single high safety, one-on-one on the outside, drop back, hold the safety with your eyes, and then throw a nice lofted pass over the corner, hit the wide receiver in stride. As Brian Greasy said on Wednesday, it's one of the easier throws there is because it's one-on-one. All you have to do is hit the safety. Well, Brock couldn't all you have to do is hold the safety with your eyes. Don't just immediately look over there. Don't telegraph the throw. Brock couldn't do that. He telegraphed the throw, and he didn't have the arm to get it out there. It was a low, underthrown, deep pass. That's where Brock sit, Brock is at right now. Brandon Allen, now he's going against third stringers. He wasn't going against Tolanova, but, but he held the safety like a champ and threw the best deep pass I've seen of training camp. Beautifully lofted, hit Willie Sneed in stride. He catches the ball between two diving defenders, runs for a touchdown. And I think he's the only quarterback on the team making that throw right now. I don't even know that Trey Lance would attempt it. Sam Donald would not. Brock Purdy would and throw it a pick or a near pick. And I'm thinking, man, Brandon Allen might be better than Brock Purdy right now. At least in practice. At least in practice, I can see why the Niners like Brandon Allen because he's aggressive and he has a really nice deep ball. So you got to give him credit. He reminds me a lot of Brian Hoyer, who the Niners had as their starting quarterback in 2017, and I didn't understand why they wanted him, and then I watched a full offseason of him in training camp, and I got it. He's aggressive. He throws deep in practice. In games, none of that stuff translated, because I think like the idea of like getting hit kind of freaked him out. I don't know. I can't speak for him, but like he wasn't as I don't know why, but he wasn't nearly as good in real games. He got hit a lot. Wasn't aggressive. Didn't throw deep. Hoyer, in practice, this dude was Tom Brady. And I think that explains a lot about Kyle Shanahan and the quarterbacks he likes. I think he puts way too much emphasis on practice. So he'll watch a guy like Brandon Allen and be like, damn, well, if I'm just evaluating him off this practice, he was great. He was the most aggressive. Like he was the best quarterback on the field today, Brandon Allen, if we're being honest. He didn't play with the starters, but he was the one that made the best throws. Lance made a great touchdown throw too. But Allen made that beautiful, like the throw of camp, the deep one up the sideline. You put him in a real game, we've seen Brandon Allen in real games. It's not going to translate, most likely. Because practice and real football is way different. Quarterbacks can't get touched in in practice. They know it. It's a lot easier to be aggressive and confident. Confidence is a big thing for for quarterbacks, right? Because it's such a difficult position. It's a lot easier to be confident in practice. Brian Hoyer was confident in practice. Did Brian Hoyer seem confident in games? No. I wouldn't expect Brandon Allen to seem confident in games. I think what was impressive about Brock Purdy is that he was confident in games last year. Will he still be confident with this arm thing? I don't know. Right now, I see a uh, a bunch of quarterbacks who aren't confident, except for Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen seems confident, but will that translate to a game it never has in his life? So the Niners have three quarterbacks who are young and lacking confidence, and Brandon Allen, who is the like practice champ. But when it comes to real football, you know he might be in the same boat. But I've been ridiculing him and making fun of him the whole camp, and I feel like that's enough because I see it. He's aggressive. He's not afraid to make mistakes. That was a nice deep ball for a guy who doesn't even have that strong of an arm. I think he's putting Brock Purdy to shame. Brandon Allen hit a throw today that Brock Purdy hasn't hit all offseason. I know Brock Purdy has his reasons and stuff, but like, damn. I think it's time that Brandon Allen gets some rest with the ones. How about that? I said it. Brooks says, what's your quarterback fetish? Uh, I like quarterbacks who are, I like watching quarterbacks who are good. That's my, my kink. Good quarter, like really good quarterbacks. When was the last time the Niners had one? Uh, Back when I was a freaking fan of the team, when I was in middle school. I was a huge Jeff Garcia fan. I was like a Jeff Garcia truther. I was like, nope, nope. I'll take him over. Brett Favre throws a lot of picks. No, I'll take him over Favre. Peyton throws a lot of, I mean, there was a, there was a minute in like 2000 where Jeff Garcia was like better than Peyton, better than Brady. Like Brady wasn't even around yet. Who are the, it was like him and Kurt Warner. Why did I just get on a Jeff Garcia kick? That's, that's my, I'm ashamed of that. Any rumors from sources about Bosa deal? I haven't heard shit. I'm poor. He's taking his time. Emmanuel Silvera says, are the Niners, the Niners are waiting. Hold on. Let me try Let me try reading. I can read. The Niners are wanting someone to stick out head and shoulders above the rest, and it sounds like no one has yet. Is that accurate, Grant? Yeah, super accurate. someone different every day. Jason says, uh, I think dinks and dunks affect our DB prep too. They don't get used to deep looks. Even Mahomes said last year that he noticed the Niners lowering their safeties, which is why he went deep so often. <laughs> lowering their safeties against Mahomes. I guess they just do it so much in practice. Yeah, and I think some people be like, oh, dinks and dunks like the West Coast offense. Man, that was 40 years ago. The the game has changed. The rules have changed. It's easier than ever to get the ball down the field. Why wouldn't you try? Why would you choose not to? You know who else chose not to? John Gruden. You know what the difference is between John Gruden and Kyle Shanahan? Chris McCaffrey. (laughs) I mean, the Niners were scoring 19 points per game last year with Kyle the Genius and George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. 19 points per game. And then they brought in Christian McCaffrey and everything. It was like too much for people to stop. So I think if John Gruden co- coached this team and had all these weapons, he could probably find a way to score those many points. And then if you took McCaffrey away, he'd probably find a way to score 19. The West Coast offense. Jeremy P says, I've have, have a lunch on me, 20 bucks. Thank you. So many morons on Facebook talk bad about Grant Cohn. Keep doing what you do, bro. Critical thought, not afraid to make someone mad. Just tired of all the salt they throw your way. Sorry, right. I don't even notice. People on Facebook don't like me? Well, fuck them. You know? In, in the nicest way possible. In a respectful, nice way. For this offense, Kyle Shanahan wanted Trey Lance to be John Elway. I love how Kyle and his dad watched like eight highlights of Trey Lance two years ago. They were like, boom, John Elway. Like, no, you guys are terrible at scouting and you didn't do your homework, but now you got him. What are you going to do? <laughs> Cha Dog says so what should Trey do to separate himself that he isn't doing I mean he hasn't got that many opportunities but like uh, be a little more uh, confident a little more hesitate less get the ball out of your hands quicker get the ball out of your hands quicker a little more decisive in the pocket I would like to see that from Lance scramble a little less in practice man we know you can run But let's say you be decisive with the ball in your hands in the pockets your third year in the offense You're playing a lot with the second and third stringers get the ball out a little quicker And hit the deep throws. That's it Other than that. He's basically doing everything Brock's doing Um rod simmons says you said yourself that splitting second and third string reps isn't valuable reps Is it possible? Trey has no chemistry with the true weapons on this team Of course. He has no chemistry with it. It's true I'm trying not to be too hard on Trey because he has all the excuses in the world But I'm also trying not to like crown him before he's really accomplished it in spite of the 49ers. So he's not there yet. Just want to make that clear. But yeah, maybe a little extra reps. Get him some chemistry with some of those weapons. It was his first practice with Christian McCaffrey and he hit him over the middle for a big game. With Yak. Middleman Exotic Snacks says, why the hell do they wait so long to pay players? Pay Ayuk yesterday, you idiots. If you're going to trade him, should pay him now. That's how the Niners do it. I don't know. Ask Parak. Negotiation. Shreddy Murphy says, Taylor Swift at Levi's If It's me. I'm the problem. Kyle Shanahan. Hold my beer. I don't get it. Is that what Taylor Swift said? Jose Batista says, the Jimmy G Pat is Grant's fetish. It's true. I do like that. Bang Bang 415 says, Jimmy G is a poor man's car. Shout out, Lowell. Poor man's car. Man, I guess we'll see about that. Is Brock participating against the Raiders? I would think so. I would think he is. All right, let's talk about something other than quarterbacks. All right, I want to single this guy out Danny Gray. I dismissed Danny Gray the moment they drafted him. I didn't feel he ran a complete route tree. I felt his hand eye coordination was terrible. I felt he. Caught the ball with his chest and wasn't going to translate. And I felt like everything he did his rookie year validated that. When he came to camp, he was wearing that 86 jersey. looked terrible. He didn't look like he had an NFL body. He looked like he was swimming in his jersey. Um, caught the ball with his chest. Quickly became unreliable. Dropping deep balls. But then... He made some noise at the end of the season. He had a nice jet sweep, I want to say. He, he looked like he wasn't scared to be on the field, like he could play full speed. He could go over the middle. And then this year, he's a totally different guy. It's it's clear. He is in phenomenal shape. He looks like an NFL wide receiver. Like he's in way better shape than Jawan Jennings. He's got, he's strong. He looked like just a, like, like a track guy. Now he looks like a football player. He's strong. He's fearless. I keep bringing up Dante Pettis. It's not like that. He could go over the middle. He'll extend over the middle. He's not afraid of getting hit. And he's more than just a one-trick pony. I think at the beginning of a training camp, I said he's a one-trick pony who can't pull off his one trick. Well, if he had a better quarterback, maybe. But he he can catch the passes over the middle. Like, all the wide receivers on this team have to run the dig. The 15-yard in cut, he can do it. And you got to be able to, like, jump and catch the ball above your head because these quarterbacks are so great. And He can do it. And... What's interesting about him is, let's say Brock Purdy's the quarterback. Danny Gray's here for Trey Lance. Brock Purdy can't throw deep to save his life. But I still feel like Danny Gray can do stuff on the team with Brock at quarterback. Like, you can can run end arounds and jet sweeps with him. I think he'd be really good at it because he's so much faster than Brandon Ayuk and even Debo Samuel and even Ray Ray. Like, if you – Maybe not as like what they did with Danny Gray today was a reverse. So get the ball going to Christian McCaffrey first and get all the eyes going that direction because no one's looking at freaking Danny Gray. They're all looking at Christian McCaffrey. And then he flips the ball to Danny Gray, who's the fastest player on the offense, maybe the team. And all of a sudden he just runs, you know, he doesn't even cut. It's like he's running around a a track and he gains 20 yards. And it doesn't look like he's going to be like Dante Pettis. Why do I keep doing that? It doesn't look like he's going to be Dante Pettis and like running out of bounds or avoiding contact. Also, I think the most impressive thing that Danny Gray did today was third and 12. He runs a deep comeback, deep curl and catches it. Nice route. Like you can't just be a guy who runs clear out routes and catches go balls. You have to be other things you can do. And on third down, you can have him on the field. So I think that's a big deal. And I always want to like give, players credit who I who I wrote off because I don't need to be right. And I always love watching young players who improve because you never know which guys will. If you knew, this guy would have been a first-round pick. But right now, he looks like a guy who could end up being – I don't think he'll be a huge factor this year. But wide receivers year three, if they're going to be anything, they could be. So I don't know. Danny Gray, let's see. He plays the same position as Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's going to have a monster year. If the Niners can't afford him, they can replace him with Danny Gray. But he ain't Brandon Ayuk, I'll tell you that. Ideally, you'd have him and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. The question is, who's going to get more snaps this year, Jawan Jennings or Danny Gray? Jennings is good, but he drops the ball a lot and he's slow. Something to think about. Saul Goodman says, feels like the door has shut at this point on Trey Lance's Niner career. He worked hard to improve this offseason, but it's not enough and too little too late. I haven't gotten that impression because Brock Purdy's not good and neither is Sam Darnold. Brandon Allen, though, is really, really good, Saul. All right, last one. This is another one. Okay. Cam Latu, I hated this draft pick. I didn't like it at all when they made it. I felt like... They reached on a tight end who's not that athletic he runs like a four eight um so i watched him really close today he never he never gets the ball in 11 on 11s ever and you could hold that against him although on this team kyle shanahan it's basically determines who gets the ball and if he doesn't call specific plays where latu is the intended primary receiver He's probably not going to get the ball very often. So just judging players on whether they get targeted isn't fair, although it could be part of the picture. It's not necessarily the whole picture. So I wanted to watch the one-on-ones today. I've been focused on the O-line, D-line because that's violent and fun. And the closest – it feels very, like, translatable to real football. Like, they're really, you know – he's really rushing the quarterback. He's really trying to block them. They're really wearing pads like in a helmet. It's very real. Every So I like watching that as opposed to everything else in practice. But I wanted to watch the tight ends and safeties today just to get a look at Cam Latu before I wrote him off. And I have to say he's a good route runner. He may not be fast, but neither is Ross Dwelly. Ross Dwelly's a good route runner. Latu is probably as good, better, and he's faster. So he has skills. He moves well at the top of his route. He's got a little finesse, a little bit of shake. You don't have to be super fast. Jawan Jennings the same way. He's got a little shake and finesse at the top of his routes. He gets open. He beat George Odom. But I think what's most interesting was the one-on-one blocking drills because I think this is why they drafted Cam Lotso. You got to remember, the Niners, in their minds, Kyle's mind, there's one reason they lost to the Eagles and didn't win the Super Bowl. And that reason is backup tight end Tyler Croft, who's no longer on the team. In Kyle's mind, he called a perfectly reasonable play. In fact, not just a reasonable play, a great play because Brandon Ayuk was open against James Bradbury, but Tyler Croft blew a perfectly reasonable block in Kyle's mind. He should have been able to block Hassan Redick, or at least push him, push him around the edge long enough to give Brock Purdy time to step up in the pocket and make the throw, but that didn't happen because Tyler Croft whiffed, and now he's not on the team anymore, so he's the new Joukowsky target. It's all your fault. What do they do? They draft Cam Latu, and you're thinking, well, let's judge him as a receiver, right? Wrong. How many targets is he going to get this year? Seven? Over-under is at seven and a half because they don't need him to catch the ball. Where would he be in the pecking order? Right? The pecking order is Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey, Jennings, Juszczyk, Gray, Ray Ray, like Jordan Mason, like Cam Latu might be 10th on the, on the pecking order, somewhere between seven and 10 of people who need to get targeted in games. So forget him catching the ball. If he's there to catch the ball, if people f- literally forget to cover him, and even then he might drop it. But what? Where the reason they drafted him is for his blocking. Yes, Kyle Shanahan would draft a tight end in round three to block. Of course he would. And it dawned on me when I watched him in pass protection against George Odom. Made it look easy. Now, George Odom made Hassan Reddick, but clearly Cam Latsu is a willing blocker and a good one, better than Tyler Croft. And so he could improve their run game. He could improve their play-action game. And I think that's how Kyle Shanahan's going to judge him. I think that's the skill he's bringing to the team. He's essentially replacing Charlie Werner as the designated blocking tight end. If you think about it, the only reason Tyler Croft was on the field for that fateful play is that Charlie Werner is so awful in his blocking tight end role, they had to get Tyler Croft to fill in. Croft is gone now. Werner is Werner replaced Garrett Selleck, right? Garrett Selleck was the original blocking tight end in this in this uh offense. Garrett Selleck, replaced well in Atlanta when Kyle was coaching there, it was Levine Toilolo. So there's a there's a specific role you're thinking of, and that's Latu now. Garrett Selleck, it's the Garrett Selleck role in the offense. It's the Levine Toilolo role. They're not there to catch passes ever, may, uh, unless you literally forget about them and they're wide freaking open. Otherwise, they're there to block. Pass protection, run blocking. It's a role in the offense. That's what Cam's there for. That's how you probably should judge him. You draft, you took him in round three. So I'm thinking, I mean, this guy should be like the full package, but I don't think Kyle cares. From Kyle's perspective, they have the best team in the league. They have George Kittle. They have very few needs. That's why they drafted a freaking kicker before Latu. So yeah, they could take a if they could take a kicker in round three, they could take a blocking tight end in round three, right? Yes. And they did. He's a blocking tight end. And today, he might be a good blocker, so that's good. But I think that's the reason blocking, which is important. Jason says, "What backup player is pushing for starter role?" Jordan Mason. He's so good. Christian McCaffrey, better not miss any time because Jordan Mason is just so good. Great receiver, great route runner, and he doesn't just run you over. Like he's got, he's got the most agility. He can just stop he could be running full speed and just stop on two feet and then just make like a 90 degree cut he's good not Jair brown sean gibson's too good jack Coletta, watch out kyle use check <laughs> trey lance with hargrave uh will hargrave improve our run defense no go talk to philly fans eagle fans They'll say, look, Hargrave's a great player, but he wasn't good against the run, and the Eagles weren't good against the run. And they may not have the pass rush they had last year, although they, they're they still going to have a great pass rush. But they should have a better run defense because Jalen Carter's so much bigger. If you look at Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave you can see why he'd be a really good pass rusher because he's kind of sm- small for the position. He's a little bit like Aaron Donald. A little bit like Aaron Donald. Low to the ground small for the position, compact, strong, um, low pad level, really hard to block when retreating. But when it's time to run the ball and you want to combo block someone, oh, it's him. You want your guard and center or your guard and tackle to double team someone and move them, it ain't Armstead. It ain't six, seven, three-something Armstead. It's six one two ninety Hargrave. It ain't Kinlaw. Unless it's – I mean, it ain't healthy, Kinlaw. So, yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. Like, a lot of times against certain teams, if you know they want to run the ball on running downs, don't have them in there. Save them for passing downs. Good question. David W. says, how is the right side of the O-line shaping up? I'm not a big fan. I think it's okay at best. But let's see during the preseason. It's hard to judge O-line during – training camp what is going on with robert beale jr he's hurt he's in street clothes which i think is one reason the niners signed taco charlton who has a great name it's a real person what do you think his real name is taco charlton let's see what's his real name oh damn vedante that's a good name I could see why he would go buy a taco, though, because I just read it the first time, and it took a second. Vedante. Where's he from? Ohio? Okay. Pickerington. That's a name. Pickerington, Ohio. He's almost 29 years old. He's been in the league since 2017. He has 11 half sacks. He's been on Dallas, Miami, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Chicago. Man, he's been around. If the Niners get something out of Taco Charlton... They got to give Chris Kaseric a lifetime contract. That's crazy. Vedante. That's a good name. I like it. No one wants to know about Vedante though, do they? Do they though? All right, guys. That's the show. Thank you for watching my instant reaction five hours after the fact. I'm going to call it the not so instant reaction. Delayed reaction. And I'm going to start my show like this. Whoa! And that's my delayed reaction. So I went out with Jose Sanchez last night. He writes for me and his girlfriend. Jose has a girlfriend saying that, putting him on blast. She's nice. She was really nice the whole time. You know what I mean? Like I hadn't met her before and she's trying to create a good impression. So it was like, you know, kind of keeping it low key. We had dinner. Then went out for a drink. No, no, maybe it was the drink at the, but all of a sudden she was like, is that a man purse? Like loud too. I was like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, you're wearing a man purse. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, it is a man purse. But a lot of people, it's really fashionable. And she didn't think so. And it made me feel a little insecure. But not that insecure. Because I'm a very secure person. Have you? Can you tell? That's why I wear a man purse on my streams. It's a perfectly secure thing to do. I like not having lots of things in my pockets anymore. I feel like it's a bad look. Jose tore his literally tore his ACL. He walked into the restaurant with crutches and a and a brace looking like Emmanuel Mosley. I was like, man, that's real. Then his girlfriend started talking shit. I was like, that's fine. Jose, you're fired. Good joke though. <laughs> Is that a man purse? Yeah, it's really fashionable. So many people my favorite rappers all wear them, so I figured I can do it now. I was mad about it. I was like, "Excuse me?" <laughs> Why do I feel like Jose whispered to her like, "Hey, say some shit?" <laughs> I think he would. <laughs> Make fun of Grant cuz Jose always does. He's like my like I like Jose, but he like never has anything nice to say to me ever. He's cool though. I always invite him over, but he's like always a jerk. <laughs> He tweeted the other day like I don't often agree with Grant. I was like, excuse me. What? What are you talking about? I'm so right all the time. I don't get that. Now his girlfriend's taking shots. I feel like she's the one. If they can take shots at me together, there must be that's that's a bond. That's rare. It's a satchel. Yeah, it's a fucking satchel. (laughs) Um. We're, me and Jose supposed to do shows on Fridays this year. So he's coming back. He's chilling. He hasn't even had his procedure yet. Mr. Reason says, I don't need the man purse. Yes, I do. And you need one too because I see you right now and you have too many things in your pockets. It's a bad look. Chance Potts says, I believe Lance will be the best. He can turn it on. And we saw it in the Houston game. He just needed the time to settle in. We're talking about man purses, Chance. We're talking about man purses now. And you want to talk about football? You want to pay me $10 to read a comment about Trey Lance? Get with it, man. <laughs> I believe Lance will be the best. He <laughs> I believe Lance will be the best. He can turn it on. And we saw it in the Houston game. He just needed the time to settle in. No, no, no. Let's uh, Fair. Let's talk about that before we get back to man purses. I know for a fact, not for a fact, but I'm reasonably certain that when Derek Carr first got to the Raiders, he the Raiders used to feel that he was um, tight and overamped early in practices and games, and needed time to settle in because he came from a small school, didn't play in big stages, uh, you know, in the in the whack or the whatever it is, West uh, Fresno State's in, and like just the big stage of being an NFL game like would get to him, and I don't know if if that's a thing with small school. Guys, then maybe that's a thing with Lance, too. Like, maybe just the scrutiny of being the Niners quarterback and knowing that every freaking completion and completion is going to be charted gets to him a little bit. He needs to, like, settle in and realize it's a whole long day. Possible. But we were talking about man purse's chance. Sorry. Anyway, I'm going to take my fanny pack and go. Thank you for watching on this Saturday night. The Niners are off tomorrow. Then they'll be back on Monday. Then they'll be back on Tuesday. Then I'll be flying to Vegas all by myself for five nights alone, lonely, in my hotel room, thinking about football. It's going to be great. I do want to watch Jimmy Garoppolo practice, but at the same time, I don't know if I'll be able to because he'll be practicing at the same time as Brock. What if they do the same things at the same time? I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be me and my fanny pack watching the 49ers and the Raiders. I can't wait. In fact, I kind of want to watch wear the fanny pack in front of Jimmy and just because I feel like he would wear one too. Doesn't Jimmy look like the kind of guy who would wear a man purse? Maybe I'll say, hey Jimmy, what do you think? And he'll be like, I didn't like you before, but now that I see you wearing a man purse, I like you. Maybe me and Jimmy will finally be friends. I hope so. As, leave, as long as you have something in common, food blog in Las Vegas, no promises. I'll try, but I got to work on what Tuesday Thursday and Friday, maybe Saturday. What do people eat in Las Vegas? Like what's like the, like the Vegas thing to eat. I did a blog. I did that last year, didn't I? I was in Vegas for the Raider game and I went to that one bar that was in casino. That was cool. I did a few. I'll try. But I feel like the one thing that people would want you to really like do a real review of is like one of those ranches and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That just wouldn't be cute. What else could you actually I don't know. It would have to be like a fear and loathing in Las Vegas type gonzo situation. And I'm not willing to take my YouTube channel there yet. And I know only two people know what I'm talking about. But to the two people who know what I'm talking about, I salute you. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas is one of the greatest short stories ever written. With the best first line maybe ever in American prose. Can I recite it word for word? Maybe not. We were just outside Barstow when the drugs kicked in. Isn't that what it was? It was him and his attorney, who's not really his attorney, just calls him his attorney. And they're constantly, I don't know. Isn't he like a freelancer for Rolling Stone? He's supposed to be like doing an assignment about something really stupid. What is it? Like Something with cars. Like a a derby. And he just takes drugs the whole time. It's great. Great story. Not that I would condone that. It was the '60s. It was a different time, you know. The hippies—they were hippies. Hunter S. Thompson, good time. But I've driven through Barstow. If you ever drive to, if you ever drive from Vegas—I mean, from LA to Vegas—you go through Barstow and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh! This is where this is where the drugs get in. Right here. This is where the bats came in." Good movie too, with Benicio del Toro. I've never seen him Leaving Las Vegas. That's what Nicolas Cage. It's not like really depressing. I like going to Las Vegas. Like the leaving, I don't Anyway. Vegas movies. Best Vegas movies. Casino. is a good movie, per se. <laughs> what else? I'm done. That's the show. Thanks for watching. I'll be in Vegas before you know it. But no, not yet. I still have more training camp. It's so exciting because all of the quarterbacks are good, especially Brandon Allen. He's my favorite. See you guys. I was just-